Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And a reminder, the first 30 minutes of this podcast are available on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and many of the major platforms. The full podcast is available at www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. SRB Media. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, TC. How are you, mate? You okay? Steady away. Steady away. I don't have to go through that script now. Chris has got it all down to a T. He's <laughs> professionally done it, so I don't mess anything up now. We can go straight into what kind of week have you had, and are you enjoying the World Cup? Uh, if I'm honest, no. But it's not the football. Uh, I've watched clips of it tonight. Um, I've, I've, best I've seen Portugal play that tonight. Yeah, they they played well, didn't they? I watched Brazil out of Brazil yesterday. Um, I saw bits and bats of uh, Spain. Yeah. Um, I thought they were poor tonight, nearly Spanish. So, but uh, some of it I'm enjoying. But it's the woke side of it what's put me off it. Yeah. I, I think I, it's put a lot of people off it. I think the woke side of it. Yeah. I, I can't turn my TV down. I don't know what's going on with my remote controller. I don't know if it's working. It doesn't look as though it's working, but there you go. Can you hear it? Is it interfering? Not interfering. I can hear it, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah, so I've got it on in the background. I don't know what the flipping X happened to my remote control, but it don't seem to be working. But um, that. Yeah, I know. It's like with all technology, in it? You'll phone, you'll phone up these companies and they'll go, turn it off and turn it on again. Brilliant, then it works. Fantastic. Mm. Modern technology at its best. Uh, World Cup at its best. What have you seen and sourced for us with the Magic Moments tea? I've got a few. Yeah, I've, I've got two. I mean, I think the Brazil came to light, life the night and absolutely some of the football at times were absolutely just reminded me of the old Brazil. Yeah. Um, the goal with the uh, was just unbelievable. And the second one really is the one that won tonight, uh, Ramos, the young Portuguese lad who's replaced Ronaldo. He just scored an absolutely umdinger. Yeah, superb, wasn't it? But they played quite well, played some good stuff in Portugal. Been very impressed with him. Yeah, I mean, he hit it early, didn't he? He didn't give the goalkeeper a chance to set himself. And usually, you know, at the goalkeeper's near post, you'd be critical of the goalkeeper. But my word, didn't he smash it with that left foot? Listen, when they, when they get it like that... Yeah, absolutely. It's impossible because it's gone with power. Yeah. Uh, and the accuracy. And, and it's gone quick. Yep. You know, it's gone that quick that the keeper's never had a chance to get... Like you said, set himself up or get anywhere near it. But everything about it, because you know, it's only when you look at it, another couple of inches that way, it's a post, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, so the, the, the certain ones, what you said about 
you can't blame the goalkeeper for that. Cause if I was a manager, I'd have said to him, look, forget that. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, let's get on with it. Again, it's fun, Mark. Tonight, I thought Switzerland. Yeah, I, I watched Switzerland against Serbia, and I thought they were tremendous. But, yes, they were. But, but, I didn't see it all, because I haven't seen all of it. You know, I've seen I've seen so many games, but, you know. And I, I watched England and, uh, the other night. I thought bits and bats, it was okay. You know, we went and rave about anything. Unless you can con- control uh, the midfield, um, then uh, you've got a chance... I don't think we can control the midfield uh, against the Brazilians. Even the Portuguese on the on this Portuguese on on this performance, mm. and the French is going to be. But you've got to be like Mbappe. What's got the pace he's got? You know, it's going to be very interesting on Saturday night. I will watch all that match Saturday night. Is happens. Yeah, I'm. I'm one of these that I've I've seen on. Um social media that Mbappe didn't train today for France. We don't really know what's going on. Gabby, if... Gabby don't take any notice. No, no, no. I don't, don't take notice of nothing, T. This is what I'd be thinking. <laughs> like, Mbappe hasn't trained for France. There's a damn good reason. Mbappe is fit. And yeah. I I think... Don't what... want him to get injured. Well, it could be that. And it could also be playing a little bit of mind games where the English are absolutely obsessed with Mbappe. So France have not let him train for a couple of days. The English now are going to go to a flat back four instead of playing three at the back and playing wing backs, which they would. And then all of a sudden they introduce Mbappe. He's on the starting lineup, And do you know what? He's playing on the right wing. That would completely knacker up Gareth Southgate. And we did this with Alan Hudson. You know, you can't mark that kid. He's different class. There's there's one thing what all football clubs do. Mm. Every football club. And they'll do it today in this name. Everybody wants to play, Gabby. Yeah, of course they do. Everybody wants to play. Yeah. And you know, in training, there's a lot of uh, people not pulling out the go through. They yeah. want to play. Yeah, of course they do. And they're not bothered with the injure. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't, you don't hear a lot about it, uh, a lot of fighting in training, but you do hear of it. Yeah, and yeah. what causes it is, is the brutal tattles because somebody, you know, thinks, oh, he, he gets all the glory. So, make no mistake, they're protecting him. He'll be playing on Saturday and he'll finish up leading goal scorer in this tournament. And, 100%. Uh, going to my magic moments, T, was um, Mbappe's brace against Poland. I thought he was fantastic. <laughs> he has been my player of the tournament. And, and my take on Mbappe is I really hope he plays against England because I always believe that you should play against the best team that you can possibly play against, beat them, and then you can call yourself a decent team. The English make me laugh when they suggest that certain nations haven't been tested, haven't played anybody, yet are calling from the rooftops that football's coming home. And with a, it's incredibly stupid. Don't get involved with the world. I, oh, this no, is, This is what's up with me with, with football. Yeah. It's the woke side of it. Yeah. Do you know something? The French have got to play what can open it up. We've got uh, two play, two great players what can open it up in, in Pond and, and Jack Grealish. Yep, absolutely. Um, uh, the French of Mbappe, the Brazils have got three or four in there what, what, what can open it up. You know, 
we'll do we do well against the average teams. Yeah. We haven't beaten any anybody uh, with any natural ability. I don't. I'm not convinced about our midfield. I think, I think it's awful. Yeah. I think good players, hmm? right? But they they're not they're not capable of killing. You know, Bellingham and and, and Anderson killing these balls, putting these killer passes through. But, you know, they'll work hard and get box to box, but do me a favour. Absolutely. I, I posted up before England kicked a ball the other night. Henderson, Bellingham and Rice. Our midfield trio is awful. It isn't good enough and we will fall short. And it's because of Safegate is far too safe, far too conservative. He fears fear. And as long as he's England manager, we will not go anywhere. The bloke's a clown. I'd have sacked him years ago. How you can look at that midfield and not play... OK, he's got Foden a little bit higher up the pitch. But how you can not play Madison and Grealish in that midfield is beyond a joke for me. And and, and I'm I'm sick and tired of it. And, and I'm, I almost hope they get knocked out by the French, sack Southgate, we play our best players, and then we stand a really good chance of winning the U. Euro or a World what, Cup because Gabby, we've got good players. They'll never play our best players because they'll, they'll appoint similar. They're never going to appoint no, a, you're right. a guy That's, like yeah. Guardiola. Yeah, absolutely. Like in my time, they're never going to appoint that. T- they will pick majority of their team. <coughs> yeah, what they, will. They say, what they say, you know, look, I don't dislike Southgate, but I'll, t- I'll tell people to the face. I know I'm not talking to him here. I'm talking on the phone. Yeah. He's woke. Majority. These, all these majority are not to are woke. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I loved Brazil, as you uh, mentioned earlier, that goal by Richarlison. I thought it was probably the goal of the uh, of the tournament for me. What a fantastic goal. I thought Brazil for the first 45 minutes were awesome. And I looked at them and I'm, I'm just standing up and applauding. They're doing all them goal celebrations after. I'm absolutely laughing. I'm killing it because football is entertainment. Do I like all the goal scoring celebrations? If I'm honest, no, I don't. But, you know, that's what Brazil have always done. In 1994, Bebeto and Mario, they were doing the same thing. They did that, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So where you hear all these clowns going on about all this Brazil, that, and also as well what they fail to understand and, and realise is that when you watch a Premier League game or any game of football in this country, when someone scores a goal, they have these goal-scoring celebrations. I don't like it, but you never hear them pick up on the Premier League players that do it. But when Brazil do it, all oh, of a sudden, yeah. it's just so woke. Yeah. Hey, listen, ignore them. I, I understand now what you're saying because this woke brigade of football, think mm. uh, football weren't invented, um, until, like you said, 1992. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I put a post, I don't know if you saw it, with Pelly. And okay. What I, wrote, what, I wrote, what I wrote was, um, all you young people what think your favourite players, Yeah. Go to your, there's only these players that are doing this. And I put a string with Pelly on what we're doing. Everything that you see Vinaldo's do and Messi's do, all before any of them were doing them. Same type of things. With every footballs, not white footballs. Yeah. So, and I'm not a victim of anything. Never been bitter. Never got into a manager's office and said, I'm better than him. I'm better than him. If you're not playing me, sell me. End of. I'm yeah. not going to sit on the bench. 
Absolutely. The, the game of football is all about wanting to play, wanting to get your starting shirt. And I, I have posted up uh, tonight that Jack Grealish needs Alan Hudson to mentor him. Alan Hudson could turn Jack into the greatest midfield player on the planet. It wouldn't uh, work, Abby. Sorry? It wouldn't work. I don't think you'll listen to what I say to you. I really don't. I don't mean that in a nasty way. Mm -hmm. Jock says to me yesterday, or early part tonight, said, do you know something, Dad? He said, I'm watching England train. Yeah. He says, Grealish, if he played like that in training, yeah. I said, Jock, I said, none of y'all will know. When I was playing football, a lot of players used to say to me in training, show me how you do that. Mm. Yeah. Right? The managers used to say to me, do you want to juggle a ball? You know, get into a circus. Yeah. So you're fighting that. The Brazilians are allowed to do it. You can have all you want. England, I've been in enough dressing rooms. Mm. I, I listen to them on television. You know, when Ronaldo first come over here, I love Alan Hansen as a player. Absolutely loved him as a player. Yeah. You know, too much showboating. We yeah, one trick pony. Showboating in mm. this. Don't yeah. let me say, I swore that. Yeah, yeah. You can, listen, you can have Messi. Alan Hudson, George Best, Pelly, Maradona, right? All mentoring. If they're not the manager, they've no chance. Yeah. Jack Grealish, I told you, not this World Cup, the previous Yuri Championship or whatever it was, I told you, they won't pick him. No, they won't. Nobody no. listens to what I say. No, no, you, so you're absolutely, you're absolutely spot on. But what Jack's got to do, what Jack's got to do is, I mean, what Audrey said, for himself. absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never played for myself. I played for the team. Yeah. But if somebody said to me, "Would I change anything?" I said, "Yeah, I play for myself." Absolutely. Now and and this is what I'm saying. So he gets mentored by Audrey, and he just like Jack. Play for yourself. This is how you play. Don't listen to coaches. Don't listen to... If they don't want to pick you, then they don't pick you. Move on and play for a manager that believes in you and he's going to pick you because the way you're going on, you're going to waste all that natural ability because you're playing for managers that it's don't gone, believe in you. He's gone for 100 million quid. Yeah. He shouldn't have to worry about anything, right? I've never been a selfish man, me, ever. Mm. Yeah, but I'd be more selfish today, right? Because I'd have all the money be behind me, mm. and I think, well, if you don't going to pick me, don't pick me. But you know, when I get on, I'm going to show the world what yeah. I can do. Absolutely, especially at this stage. Hundred percent, and that is what the kid has got to do, because it's just frightening that uh, he's been the the biggest talent that we've seen in this oh, yeah. country since Gaza is absolutely wasted because of a clown who was a manager. But at Messi's magic moments as well for Argentina, I thought he was tremendous the other night against Australia. It was rolling back the years. Ah, uh, he was he was I fabulous. Didn't see it all. I saw bits of it. I saw his goal. But again, know, I saw bits and bats of him. You know. But again, he's a player to you know that he gets the ball, and you're just wanting to watch more and more and more of because it can produce these moments of magic. And also, would like to mention one not from the World Cup. It was a live game on uh, Sunday, and and this I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Ramos has scored again. How are they going to leave him out? He's been absolutely brilliant tonight. He scored two. Well, this is the thing that when when you do play like that, T, how can a manager leave you out? And and the nice thing that I, I like about Ronaldo is, you know, we don't pull his punches. He's absolutely as, as, as sick as a pig seeing his replacement score these goals because he knows that he ain't going to be getting a starting shirt right. anymore. Now, now, you've heard what you just said to yourself, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You've heard what you just said. Absolutely. If Mbappé hadn't trained, right? Because you don't think Ronaldo in training that wouldn't tackle someone on purpose. No. All players do it. I've seen yeah, yeah, them yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen them do it. Yeah. All right? So don't let them kid you. Mbappé is the biggest thing since sliced bread to play on Saturday. Oh, 100%. There is no way he's not going to play. Um, and I want him to play because I, I love to... to the, I don't listen to the media about COVID, so I'm not going to listen to the media about footballers. Them telling me who's a good player and who's not. Absolutely, T. And the other one that I wanted to pick from uh, the live game on a Sunday was Anij Mehmeti. His goal for Wickham Wanderers against Pompey. And we have talked about him before on the podcast. Uh, he looks a box of tricks and he looks like one for the future. I think he's a 21-year-old lad uh, playing in a division lower than, than what he can play in. A little bit similar to you, T. When you played in the third division, you know, you were a Premier League play, player playing in the third tier of English football. This kid, I'm not saying he's at the same level as you, and I'm not saying he's a Premier League player, but he certainly can play, in my opinion, uh, a league at least above where he's playing at the moment for Wickham Wanderers. Um, and I'll but, tell you, best young player in tournament for me. Yeah, go on. That Musala for Germany, he's only 19 him, still yeah. a little bit weak, you know. He's... Where you gone? <laughs> he's gone from, uh, he's gone from uh, Chelsea, I think he's at Bayern, Bayern Munich now. Yeah, yeah, he Musala. was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was. Play, played, for, uh, played for England, didn't he, in the youth team with, yes, uh, yes, with Bellingham? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He looks hell of a player when he, when he fills out, we, you know, wants to get him on weights and fills out. I also like the look of, uh, although Spain got beat today, Morocco stand for everything I don't like in football. All they done, I didn't see the game, but I saw the uh, extra time when, when I got in from work. And I thought the only time they played the ball forward, Morocco, was when they actually took penalties. I thought it was an absolute disgrace. But uh, I've seen little bits and pieces of Gavi, uh, Fatty, that, that you've identified probably a couple of years ago now on the podcast. Looks yep. to play that. Spain have got some great players. It was the Achilles heel in the Euro 
Uh, they they couldn't turn all the possession into goals, and they did score. Again. Yeah, they did score seven against Costa Rica, but it has been their Achilles heel again. If you could get an Harry Kane and play play him for Spain, I think it make the world of difference for that team. And I like the young boy Pedri as well. Got a midfield player, Busquets. Okay, he's getting on a little bit. I play I play uh, Rashford before game me now. Would you really? I would, yeah. Would you not play he's Callum got, Wilson in, he's instead of? He's got all the ability. He will get goals. Mm. And he's got pace to go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't played anybody yet. No, no, absolutely. We haven't, no. Brazil didn't play anybody the other night. But I'm not daft. I look at, you know, mm. but at least when they don't play, they play with the tempo and they play with the yeah. rhythm. They, yeah. play, they play the beautiful football. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just joy, don't, isn't it? You know, yeah. I think everybody can like all the ones. My opinion, I think Rashford's a better player than Kane. <laughs> yeah. Well, Portugal look as though they're going to score again. So you got to shoot now, son. Yeah, good goal. I think he should have took it earlier, but, you know, 4 uh, 0. They have been on fire and they do look a really good side, do Portugal. And Ronaldo's you know, got up and he's clapping and he's actually smiling. But I bet you, I bet you, the wokeness of the TV and, and the media don't show that picture of Ronaldo. But there you go. Uh, my football uh, football book corner in association with myfootballbooks.com, and he always sends us. A recommendation. I'm doing another podcast, uh, part 10, with Andy next week. And his recommendation this week is Keep Fighting, the Billy Bremner story by Paul Harrison. And on this day, Thursday, the 9th of December, the late and great Billy Bremner was born. What a player. Brilliant. Absolutely. Johnny Giles and Billy Bremner, uh, as, an, as a, a pair of uh, midfield players, they were as good as anybody. You know, yeah. I've, ever, I've ever seen together in a team. You know, yeah. as, as I do like Odi, I do like in um, uh, Tony Curry. They didn't have another one at the side of him, did they? They were good players. Yeah, them two were really. But players. but again, Curry and whereas, Hudson whereas, didn't. Whereas, whereas Curry were top notch, Odi were top notch, yeah. Paulie were top notch. You know, the one when when. Arsenal were a good team, but he never had ball. He never had to play like uh, uh, Harvey Kendall uh, alongside him, like he did at Everton. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when you so look, those two, as, those two for me as a pair, were as good as anybody in country. Absolutely. I mean, I had the pleasure of uh, John's company and uh, on one of the podcasts. You can listen to it, guys, all the W's dot Patreon dot com forward slash SRB Media. And I said to John, you and Billy was the best double act since Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> and it's, uh, I did like Morgan and Wise, but, uh, but 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 you're right as as a duo, and uh, Hudson was never really in a, a duo uh, in in midfield. There, I mean, you could argue for a certain time at Chelsea he played centrally with Charlie, but Charlie was moved more over uh, as as a wider player, and, and John Allings was was more the central. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then at Stoke City had John Mahoney. So yeah. uh, Josh played they, with they him. They were good players, but the Bremner and Giles were absolutely... Yeah, for one, yeah. Bremner and Giles were uh, great players. Yeah. Woody were a great player. Cody were a great player, but he never played with another great midfield. Well, no, they never played the together for England. was a great team, but he got broke up too early. Yeah, of course he did. But, you know, that, that bedrock of the England midfield in the 70s would have been, for me, Curry, Hudson and Ball. 
And then when Alan, well, Borley come towards the end of his career, you could stick, you know, a Stevie Perryman there as, as a kind of player that let them them two boys play in front of him. You could have played, played Glad Huddle in there. Yeah, you could have. You could have played a multitude of players. We have had you know, them Ray, players. Ray in there with them too. Yeah, you could You could have played anyone there because they were that good. But unfortunately, the England well, management the that didn't think that thinking. they would. I wouldn't be picking box-to-box players, me. No, not at all. Neither would I. You know, but unfortunately, that's what we done. But in terms of when you're looking at a double, see, when, when Al went to play for Arsenal, he believed he was going to play with Borley and Chippy. Now, if the manager would have been brave enough, Terry Neal, he would have had the best midfield trio, arguably, in British football. Alan Ball, yeah. Alan Hudson and Liam Brady. Brady yeah. But but he wasn't. That would have been, I think, in my opinion, better than um, Ball, Harvey and Kendall. But again, it's all down to opinions. Opinions. But yeah. but the 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 consistent there well, is Ball, Alan Ball. Like Neal, and I know no, he didn't. Uh, you, you mentioned that um, Buddy didn't like Kevin Neal, but I know Ball he didn't like no, Neal. He was shocking manager. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it all comes down to management. That's the one thing that I've learned doing the podcast with you and Alan, how important the manager is, the philosophy, and them if-only moments. And, you know, football is littered with, you know, real fine margins between success and failure at times. But um, second up is uh, Messi by Guillaume Balagay. Uh, that looks like a fantastic book. It's an updated book. It came out a few years ago, and uh, it does talk about his his more recent years at Paris Saint Germain. I mean, what a forward line that is. Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe. You know, and 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 you do. You know, I look at it and I think I'd love them to win the Champions League. I'd love Brazil to win the World Cup or France to win the World Cup because I want football to be the winner. I don't want a team like Morocco to go to the latter stages. Like when Greece won the Euros, I didn't like it. I didn't like Wimbledon winning the FA Cup because they ain't my kind of football players and the football philosophy. That's why I don't like Safegate. That's why I don't like our midfield trio because when we win and Alan says... You know, the worst thing we ever done was won the World Cup in 66 because we believe that's a blueprint on how to play football. And it isn't. We played without wingers, without skill, without guile and without Jimmy Greaves. And I think that, you know, when you win, for me, I want a winning style. And if losing a game means that you have to lose to go forward, then that's what I'll do because I don't want to win playing boring football. But that's just snap. my opinion. Yeah, snap. Yeah, I just don't see the point. I don't see, and we've done so many podcasts together, I don't see the point in training all week, being a forward, being a, a player that can, can win games as a match winner, and then you don't get the ball and you just want to defend. You think, what's the point in Listen, that? There's no point. You want to go in You want to go in training with some clubs, well, with some coaches, not, not the clubs, yeah. some coaches. I'll tell you what. It's so boring. Mm. I don't mean boring. A lot of players don't like training because of, you know, all the working on his defensive, you know. Yeah. Like I work on his field. And Jack was saying, we're all defensive football. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it, I don't get it, I don't like it, and it ain't my philosophy, and it ain't what I want to watch in the game of football. And the third book in the trilogy this week is uh, Football uh, Nation, uh, The Footballing History of Brazil by David Goldblatt. Looks to be a fantastic book, telling us all about the development of football in Brazil. And when you look at the way that the Brazilians have played, in my lifetime, a little bit young really to remember at 1970, but from 70 probably two onwards, you know, Brazil have always been a constant and I've loved the way that Brazil play. I guess the, my favourite Brazilian team to date was the 82 team and, and I keep hearing these clowns going on about how they failed uh, in Spain in 82 and I'm going, you know, are you really that stupid? Brazil did not fail in 82. They inspired the world on how to try and play football, how to try and be a football player. Junior, Eder, uh, Socrates, Zico. These were world-class players that got beat by an Italian machine where we realised who Paolo Rossi was and the Italians went on and won the World Cup that year. Fair play, but but not and for they me. Were it was, yeah. They were unlucky, so unlucky, but you need that bit of luck. Of course you do, yeah, but it was you know, all about so Brazil. Manchester City have won the Champions League. Yeah. You know, Chelsea played exceptionally well to win the final mm. when they played them in. Yeah. Uh, but the other three times... They've got to quarter final and be knocked out with poxy goals. Absolutely. Again, fine margins, T. If you keep playing football the way football should be played, like Brazil have always you'll win played more it, than you'll lose. of course you will. And, you know, the acid test is how many World Cups have Brazil won? Five today. This could be the sixth that won this, this year. And that supersedes any team. Real Madrid, the great Real Madrid team, they've always been built upon a, an attacking philosophy. They've won more Champions League European oh, Cups than anybody else. Absolutely. Because of the way that they play football. So when these clowns tell me, oh no, you, you, you win games by defending, do me a favour. Go back into your cave. Put that big stone across it and don't come out. Because football is about the beautiful game, trying to play forward, scoring goals and entertaining the crowd and inspiring them. I posted up on um, our uh, group, The Current View and others, uh, the documentary of uh, Array de Park, which is King of the Park. And it's the story of Rivellino, my favourite ever Brazilian player. Today. Incredible, I watched that best midfield player uh, for me in Brazil yeah. was Rivellino. Yeah, I, I loved Pelly, but I loved the little um, little winger. You know what they call him now? Grincher. Grincher. Yeah. You know, absolutely one well, of my favourite uh, Brazilian player. But the second favourite is um, Rivellino. Absolutely unbelievable. And and when I when I listen to that, the sack the manager. Yes. Because he he would. Have you listened to that? What you posted up? Yeah, absolutely. Right? I listened to. It. I've watched it a couple of times. Yeah, it was incredible. One, he 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 didn't believe in playing, you know that that kind of game. And then yeah. they uh, they give Zagala the the gig, and he went out and they won the World Cup in 1970. Brazil really didn't fancy themselves in 70 because know, of yeah, what was going on before with the previous manager. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
But but again, he I'd was love a... to see Pep Guardiola with these players. Yes, I would. Regardless of what anybody said, he would pick. He would not pick um, Anderson. No, <laughs> the young lad looks a good player, but he's still a box to box player for Absolutely, me. Absolutely, yeah. You know, but he might get him played. A... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.